Hi, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of In Tune With Your Intuition. My name is Kelsey Reffitt, and I am your host. I look forward to taking you along to this collective healing movement. You can find me on Instagram at In Tune With Your Intuition and Kelsey Reffitt. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode. I'm so excited. I have Chi Anderson with me this week. I met her about a month ago, I think. Um, We had a shoot, a magazine shoot here at the studio, and she was actually in town from St. Louis. Um, And you guys, her energy just lit up the entire studio. I was obsessed. Um, And so I had to bring her on. So I'm so excited to ask you some questions today and just hear all about your journey and everything. Yes, thank you so much, Kelsey, for having me. I'm super honored to be on your podcast. Grateful, too, because like there were quite a few people in the room and you chose little old me. (laughs) (laughs) You already know you stole the energy and I was here for it came in home. listen I, I was born with it man like it's just in me I love it so much like it's literally one of my favorite things to do is be in front of the camera mm, I love it I love it okay so <laughs> let's have you kind of introduce yourself to my audience kind of explain um what your line of work is um just because I know there's a little bit going on so I want to make sure you hit all of the touches that you want to for everyone to understand what you do Okay, well, my name again is Chi Anderson. I am a full-time model. I am a creative coach. So that means if you have a photo shoot or public appearance, I am on set with you to make sure that the energy is up, that your hair and garments are refined and that you're just, you know, comfortable and feeling perfect enough for the media, the camera. (laughs) I also am, uh, I have a business partner, Um, His name is Church, and I am half owner of Church Productions here in St. Louis. It is a full production company, so we specialize in all things media, everything from photography to videography. We have lots of corporate clients, but we also do individual shoots for all of your needs. Outside of all of that, though, I am a philanthropist, wholehearted, cold-blooded, philanthropist it is what I love the most out of my line of work is paying it forward and giving back to others it's something that truly is in my DNA Um, I remember being a kid and just going to the Salvation Army to give back to feed the homeless we donate clothes all the time and it kind of just you know, spent out of control from there. So I have a nonprofit called Prize and Shine Foundation. It's geared around teen girls, but I do help the homeless and the less fortunate as well. Wow. I love that. That's magical. So magical. How did you get into um, modeling and like what kind of kickstarted that whole career for you? Well, when I was around 19, I aspired to be a model. And back in those days, you had to pay for it. Like they would have these big model calls come to your city and you had to pay thousands of dollars to work with people with no guarantee of being noticed. (laughs) And when my mom got wind of that, she was like, no, we're not going to go that route. But what you can do is go get a full-time job with benefits. Now that you can do. (laughs) So that's what I did. I worked in corporate for 18 years. And even though I love being in front of the camera, that just made the most sense for me statistically. And so that's what I did. Um, I ended up getting married right around 31, and I just wasn't fulfilled. I wasn't fulfilled sitting at the desk being quiet. I wasn't myself. I'm very 
rambunctious and you know I just have a larger than life personality and I wasn't able to showcase that there and I wasn't really fulfilled in the marriage either and so I created Prize and Shine which then was a for-profit where I was a life coach for women and a mentor for teen girls but I always knew that I wanted it to be a nonprofit, just so I can reach more of the people and so when I was going through the divorce, I really wanted to do something that would increase my, it wasn't, it wasn't the joy or the fun. It was, I didn't like who I was or what I saw in the mirror. And so the modeling helped with my, come on, look, confidence. let's turn it. It was a confidence booster. That's, that's it. It was a simple word, but come on. Clearly it wasn't, it was too, not simple enough for me, but so yeah, it was a confidence booster and that's how I really got into it. A lot of people here ask me like, how do you do that? How do you just get into that? I simply just started. I started asking around. I got on Eventbrite and saw when um, talent shows were here and I just reached out to the designers to see if they needed any more models. And even though I was older, a little heavier and didn't have much experience, I did it anyway. I became a fan favorite because I have a signature walk again because I have that energy. And before I knew it, people were asking me to be in their shows versus the other way around. So I ended up getting signed to an agency here. And, you know, things just kind of grew from there. So it was really just because I just started it. (laughs) I love that, that, though. And I feel like that's one thing, you know, um, I feel like we briefly talked about this, but like for me, that's why I just like knew like my career path wasn't aligned because I was like, I know it's not gonna, it's gonna tell me to like sit down and stay in my little bubble. And that's just not me. Um, Mm -hmm. So like hearing you say that, I know that's going to resonate with so many people because there is just like, sometimes you just feel like that hole and like something is missing. Um, So I'm like, that's thing that you're able to like recognize that and then Mm -hmm. lean into everything that you've done. Like, that's so exciting. Mm-hmm. I used to sit at my desk all the time and just talk to God like I know this is not what I'm supposed to be doing but what am I supposed to be doing because I love helping people like I just I love helping people that's like the main and I feel like I do that in every aspect of every hat that I wear I am pouring it to somebody and even though it, I came from the life coaching world and I'm merging the modeling world when I do the creative coaching it's like the best of both worlds yeah it's it's the industry that I love but it's still the passion that I possess so Uh, it's like the perfect lane that I created oh magical (laughs) though and that's I'm like it you really brought those two worlds together and now you're honestly like I feel like empowering women like fully and I think that is so beautiful and we need way more of that in this world I feel like there's so much especially with you know feeling confident and comparing and just like being able to like really like you said step into something that will help bring that confidence back to you um is Mm -hmm. huge um so if you want to touch on like what you offer um with like a creative coach I know you do like on-set stuff but do you do any like pre-production calls do you do any like um, I guess more like coaching, like mindset wise or anything like that. I don't, um, but I do a lot of like set design and like brainstorming with different ideas and things like that. So, you know, that it can completely turn into a full production from beginning to end, depending on the type of project. So, yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
everyone's going to be like shifted from the work, but okay. With everything that goes on in your life, obviously you have to unplug, decompress, you know, recenter, reground yourself. What are some of like your go-to habits, routines that really like bring you back to yourself and like calm you down? Mm, That's a good one. Um, I've been dating myself since Uh, the divorce, like even before the divorce, like towards the, the beginning of the separation, I was taking myself on weekly dates. And so that is very, very important to me. Whether I'm with somebody or not, that is essential that I do because that is how I recharge from pouring out so much. And so I take myself on dates. It could be anything from a nice dinner to a massage to a mani-pedi. And sometimes I'm at home. Like, I say, you know what? I'm just going to stay in today. I'll just grab something, something really good and fattening. And then I'll go home and watch TV until it watches me. So... People, people need to understand I'm, I'm around people so much that most of the times I like to do nothing. Like as much as I love to talk, a lot of times I don't like to say anything. Especially after you're using that energy all day and you're talking all day, you're like, okay, no one talked to me. I need quiet. I don't want to hear nothing. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, you have to think about the businesses that I have on top of the business that I run for my business partner. And so it can be a lot for one person. (laughs) I make it look easy. Okay. (laughs) You do. You really do. I'm like, he's a man, by the way, look, let me just throw it out. He's a man. So if you understand what that means. Okay. Mm. (laughs) I'm so glad he was here too and I got to meet him because he was amazing like you too and it's so cool that you guys are from the Midwest I was like I knew it my people oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay let's see um free to ask me anything like nothing is off limits I'm pretty much an open book now I mean listen I'm very proud of my story and my journey and so I'm not embarrassed about anything I don't have any what if moments because if I if I didn't go right and I went left instead then I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you in our studio where we make a great living and impact people and so listen ask me whatever girl (laughs) oh I love it I love it I love it okay um let's see when would you say, I know it probably ties into the modeling, but when would you say you really felt like you stepped into that power of like wanting to empower people? I know you said it's kind of been engraved in you, but I'm like, I feel like there's different like levels, you know? So is there like a moment in time that really was like, yes, this is the day that like shifted everything? There were, there were two shifts when I knew that I wanted to be a life coach for women it was because of the the experience of the divorce and me feeling alone during that process. And I went to counseling and that's when it hit me like, oh my gosh, the way that he helped me, I'm supposed to be doing that for other women. And so it was a no brainer for me. It kept me up at night. Like I, I was eating, breathing and sleeping this life coaching life and I did it for four years. So between pointing to people that way and the modeling, because it really is a ministry. And 
I'm gonna tell you when it happened with the modeling. I was this was my first year in it, back in it. And it was the end of the year. I was scheduled to go to an award ceremony to receive my fourth award for that year. But instead of going to the award ceremony, I decided to walk in this fashion show because it was to support those that are suffering from lupus. And since I have people that are near to me that are suffering from lupus, again, that was a no-brainer. So I walked in the show. I was scheduled to walk for three designers. The fourth designer walked up to me right when the show was about to start. And she goes, I'm short a few models. Can you model this for me? And it was like two pieces of string. And I'm like, uh, uh, I, I yeah, sure. <laughs> thank, thank God I shaved and everything because I <laughs> mentally I wasn't prepared to do that for so many reasons. The main reason was because I always lived for my family. Mm. I always tried to be this perfect cookie cutter daughter, granddaughter, cousin, niece that I thought they would be proud of that they wanted out of me. And so I always had them in mind whenever I made decisions about anything, even until my adulthood. But I didn't think about them once when I agreed to put this little black string, whatever that was on. Mm. <laughs> I have to send you some. I'll send you some pictures of that. <laughs> so I ended up making this post a few days before the new year. And I was so hesitant. I was like I was petrified to make this post because I'm half naked I'm on the runway everybody's gonna see it I don't know what my family's gonna think I don't know what my friends are gonna think and when I say that was a pivotal moment for me with just how I pour out so many people were like oh my god you go girl I wish I could do that you just inspired me to do that you know so my mom on one hand she was like yes you better go girl but when she found out the rest of my family disapproved Mm. Then she went over to their side. And so now I think she's more okay with what I post and what I wear because it is the industry that I'm in. Uh, I'm not going to stop doing it because it does positively affect so many people. It's the, it's the courage to do it. So it, it is a ministry that <laughs> that just keeps on giving. You just... <laughs> Literally. It's a ministry that keeps on giving. So, yes. <laughs> I love that. Is there a favorite brand um, that you've worked with in the past or one that you, like, love working with right now, currently? I don't have any favorites. Um, I have one that I've worked with for two years. And she's a, she's a local boutique owner here, but she's an online boutique owner. And she's huge. Like, she has a huge following. Um, she makes millions and she teaches other people how to make millions. So she's she's one of my favorites because of the longevity, because we've developed a family ship. Yeah. But I have worked with like mobile on the run. Um, I've been on billboards here in Missouri and also Sonic. I've done things for Sonic as well. I don't have any favorites, but, you know, those are just a few names that people may yeah. recognize. Them. Uh, no, I love that. Girl Scouts. Now, I know you've heard of Girl Scouts. But yes, I did a commercial um, for Girl Scouts, and they won a local Emmy uh, recently for that commercial. So very proud of that one. <laughs> yes, that's so cool. How many um, have you been 
do you have like a number of productions or commercials or anything that you've been in? Do you know that number off the top of your head? I don't know the number off the top of my head, but I would say in the last three years, I've probably done 15, just roughly about 15. It was really slow for me last year with that. So the bookings were slow. So that's okay. Okay, next we're just gonna we're just gonna hit you with some random questions just because I feel like it's fun. Why not? You know? Um, are you driven by relationships, money, success, or something else? Um, something else. Which is happiness. Happiness. Love. Okay. Yeah. It has absolutely nothing to do with how much I make. I love this so much, like I legit would do it for free. If I didn't have bills and them damn student loans, I would legit do it. <laughs> damn, <for free>. right? <laughs> it's definitely the happiness because you have to keep in mind, even at 42 and a half, I've just gotten into my happy at 38. So all those other years, like, girl, what were you doing? Like, <laughs> love it. What so definitely is, happiness. What is like a five-year and a 10-year like goal or plan that you have set for yourself? Do you have like a big... Um, your eyes set on anything right now that you want to share? <laughs> Look, I just said you can ask me anything, and then I'm all like, yeah. I don't know if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> you okay, I'll lie. share one thing. I'll share one. I'll share one. There's there's a few, but you know, I don't know who from St. Louis is watching, child. And you know, <laughs> sometimes they like to steal your idea, so you I have get, to. I get it. <laughs> But one of the things that I do want to do is start a either a modeling school or a modeling agency for brown girls. It'll either be for brown girls or minority women, either one. So I don't think we have anything like that here yet. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't hear that from me. Y'all didn't hear that here. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Okay. um, Growing up, did you ever have conversations in your household around mental health or anything um, regarding mental health? Or when did you kind of notice that you needed to lean more into that area? We never discussed that. Like my mother was 16 when she had me. And so she's very old school. She's very strict because she didn't want me repeating the cycle, but she's very old school because of who raised her. And so those are things that, if I can be very honest and candid, Black households, they just they just didn't. They didn't talk about that. Oh, I don't need to go to the doctor. Oh, I don't need to have therapy. Oh, I don't need that medicine. Oh, it's always what, what they don't need, and they're suffering in silence. Like, it's sad. But I love how things are starting to change and transition into therapy because there's absolutely nothing wrong with it as a matter of fact it's important even if you're feeling your best there's nothing wrong with mental maintenance like go talk to somebody go sit on somebody's couch there's nothing wrong with it but back then that was just that wasn't anything that we talked about I grew up in a single parent home and so for years I didn't even know where my dad was that was just not something that we talked about it wasn't until I asked that she gave me like the most generic vanilla version you know for years later years later I still didn't really know what was going on (laughs) everything was such a secret like in the 80s like yeah no (laughs) talk about your feelings everything's fine 
Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't until I started going through in my marriage that I stopped counseling and realized that there were so many underlying issues before I even got married that I never dealt with because that wasn't a thing to deal with them. Like I grew up in in in, in school. Well, my, my childhood was pretty good because, you know, as an only child, you know, just, you know, as long as you bring good grades home, you get pretty much whatever you want. <laughs> but in school, it was rough for me because I was a mute. I was living in other people's shadows. Like none of the guys were looking at me. Um, I had low self-esteem. I suffered from uh, um, a depression a little bit. Um, I had an eating disorder my junior year. Like there were so many things that went on that I just kind of suppressed. I never really dealt with as to why I was that way until I got older. So I thank God for the divorce because I don't really know where I would be. I know I wouldn't be doing this, but I don't know where I would be mentally had I stuck around out of fear. So yeah. I'm glad that I was brave enough to leave. Very brave. So proud. Mm -hmm. And thank I, you. Yeah. I'm like, there's always those. And I feel like mental health and that whole conversation is shifting now, especially with today's society. And I think, you know, the eighties, nineties and like they're just everyone was just the culture was like you're working you're paying bills like that's just what life is like it's not about being happy and fulfilling all of your other like needs and goals and I think now we all are finally especially like we're realizing like there's a lot of generational trauma there's a lot of shit that we have not dealt with or processed and then so it's like collectively we're all being like okay therapy is okay. Like mental health is a huge thing. Like it's just as important as physical health. And I think mm -hmm. finally, I'm hoping we're breaking into that a little bit more. And ultimately that's, you know, the goal with my podcast too, because my background's in psychology, but like, kind of like mm -hmm. you said, like I knew my calling wasn't to do one-on-one -on -one therapy. I just knew that wasn't right for me, but I'm ultimately mm -hmm. using this podcast to hopefully tap into some of those areas. So I love that. Yeah, I love that for you. That's dope. You keep going. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Mm. Okay, how have you changed the most over this last year? Um, I have way tougher skin than I had last year, even before. Like, this is the toughest that I've ever been. Like, I'm able to remove a lot of emotion and think logically about things. When I was younger, I used to be a reactor, an emotional reactor. Like I would cry at the drop of a dime. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with crying because it is a healthy way of releasing. But no, I don't do that too much no more. Like <laughs> something really has to be going on for me to just bust out crying. But um yeah, my, my skin is a lot tougher. I can take a lot more no's. I'm, I'm actually, I welcome the no's because that means I just need to go back to the drawing board and figure it out. Like, but it, it's going to happen. Like, whatever it is I want to do, it's going to happen. That just wasn't the door to go through. So I'm just a lot tougher. Mm, I love that. Yeah. And I feel like the more no's you get, the closer you are to a yes. So come on you know what no means don't you do you know what no really means not right now next option oh I love that <laughs> love that you um, can have it <laughs> okay um these are just gonna be some little random questions what is one of your favorite states to visit 
and why? I love Chicago. Mm. I love Chicago. Now, listen, <laughs> that the the way they drive is I can't get jiggy with that. Okay, it's cold when it should be warm. I don't really care for that. However, <laughs> I love the city itself. Like, there's always stuff to do. The food is amazing. I just love the vibe of Chicago. It is one of my favorite. Well, you said state. Okay, city, Chicago, Illinois. Chicago, Illinois. <laughs> city is great. Oh, my gosh. City you let great. me say Chicago when you ask for a state. <laughs> well, you know, we got to the point of what we're doing. It's fine. <laughs> you, you know what I mean. <laughs> Your <laughs> listeners are going to think I'm crazy, but I heard what you Which said. <laughs> So going off of that, what is your favorite season of the year? Are you more of a colder, warmer spring, fall? What's your vibe? I love summer because I am a summer baby. And so I absolutely love having my toes out. I should have said Texas. Scratch, scratch Illinois. No, Texas. Texas is... Redo, redo. No, Texas. I'm going with Texas. Just for that reason alone. Like, you legit could probably wear flip-flops all year round, even during Christmas time. My favorite. But the food is really good there. The people are a vibe as well. It's always something to do there. It's just way bigger than Texas, and I love that. So, yeah, summer. Summer. I'm going with summer. (laughs) Okay, we're back. (laughs) I remembered what I was going to ask you. Because Mm -hmm. you said you were... A summer baby. So, are you a Leo? What's your sign? Like, the not a Leo. Okay, I just feel like you have a lot of fire. So I'm like, you're- no, I'm a Cancer. Really? Yeah, Church is actually a Leo, but I'm I'm a Cancer. Interesting. Do you know your yeah. other like? Do you know your rising and your moon signs at all? No. <laughs> Dude, Someone I, told me, and I, I didn't retain it at all. <laughs> okay, we're gonna find out because I'm. I know. Let's find out something in you. I'm June like, 25th. Let me know. June 25th. Yeah, you are full on cancer, so we'll we'll have to we'll research it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh. Did um, you cut your hair? I did. I was like, it looks shorter. Oh, me and my roommate, um, we did the crazy butterfly thing on TikTok where you do like the two ponytails and cut it yourself. <laughs> How did it turn out? Let's see. Wait, I mean, it's not bad. Looks okay. Cool. Oh yeah, you cut you cut some some some. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> we cut off like four inches, but okay. Sometimes. Oh wow! It's yeah, it'll be back before you know it. Your hair grows fast every time. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> all right so we have a little under 10 minutes left because we love zoom um <laughs> who would you say okay I feel like one of my favorite things that I always like think about is you are who you surround yourself with and it's usually who you spend um like your top five people so who are your top five people that you're around who are the people that inspire you to keep pushing yourself to grow your business um and we'll kind mm-hmm. of Maybe like end it on that note. And then if there's anything else you want to add, um, yeah. Well, specifically, um, my best friend, Church. Um, he is 
literally one of my favorite people on earth for so many reasons. Um, he has a very, very huge heart and he has a knack for learning and being stretched and being uncomfortable. And I aspire to be like that. Like I'm, I'm getting there, but he is on a whole other level with it. Like he's 10 years younger than me. He has been a full-time entrepreneur his whole life. He knows the business in, in, in ins and outs, and he doesn't mind sharing the knowledge that he gains. He's always learning. Like he used to be a barber, and he put the clippers down after being a barber for 14 years and picked the camera up. He's only been shooting for three years, and he wow. is the best in the city. Like people that have been doing photography and videography here in in the city for years, reach out to him for pointers and tips. Like he's that guy. Right. He's he's just he's really dope. On top of you know, we've gotten really close to the point where he's like family, and so. He, he's the ride or die. Like, he's that person. He's my go-to. I'm his go-to. Like, he's one of my favorite people. Um, Non-specifically, though, I would just say millennials in general mm-hmm. are some of my favorite people for the same reasons that he's my favorite person. They're just not afraid. Like, I'm just going to do it. Okay, I ain't going to think about it. I'm going to just go for it. Okay, I thought about it, and I planned on it a little bit, and I'm going to just do it. Like... <laughs> There's no fear. And I love that. I love that about them, that they just go for it and do what they want. And they're smart. Like They're making money out here. Like, I love me a millennial. I talk about them bad, but that's just me teasing. You know? <laughs> I love them a little weird. But, you know, I love me a millennial. I keep millennials close by because they keep me current. They keep me fresh. And they stretch me in ways that I never saw possible. So millennials, team millennial. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm. Well, thank you so much for carving time out to jump on this little interview with me. Um, I hope everyone got like some little tidbits and I'll put um, your information in the show notes too. So people can connect with you, reach out. Um, I know I have a lot of local listeners from KC, so Definitely connect. What's up, Casey? Congratulations. <laughs> hey, go to baby. <laughs> yeah, Arizona's been crazy. This month has been crazy. Um, so we love to see it though. Um, is there anything yeah. that you want to like last tidbit of advice you want to leave with my followers? Last piece of advice would be if there's something that you aspire to do, do not allow the fear the fears of others to reflect your next move. Mm. That's yeah. all I got. <laughs> because they're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to think you're crazy. They're going to think you just came out of nowhere. They're going to think you're not going to make any money. They're going to think you're making a mistake. And basically they're fearful of you succeeding or actually being happy or fulfilled in something that was, that you were born with. Like, mm-hmm. so Ignore all of that and do it. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> uh. I will upload this video if you guys want to watch it. She just dropped what a chapstick. <laughs> My female clippers. <laughs> oh, you're amazing. Well, thank you so much for coming on, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Yes. Thank you so much.